0: What's going on, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mindset Podcast. Our guest for today's episode is Mr. Marlon Hill, a tremendous man, a fantastic leader in our community. You mentioned Marlon Hill here in Miami-Dade County, and everyone has something good to say about Marlon. He really has taken his leadership role here very seriously, and he is an amazing lawyer as well. And this episode was very special because we spoke about so many Different topics that are so relevant for young folks today, really across the world, definitely here in our community, and this is why we titled uh, the episode for today, "Comfort Zone Kills," because Marlin talks about specifically how staying in your comfort zone, not venturing out and taking the risk, will kill you, will kill your dreams, and sooner rather than later, you will look back and say, I regret this. And I regret doing that. If you don't leave your comfort zone, I don't want to spoil it for you. Stay tuned. This was a fantastic episode. One for the books. What has been your most embarrassing moment, recent embarrassing moment?
1: My most recent embarrassing moment, man. Who wants to share that stuff? <laughs> I mean, you know, you know that breaks the mindset, man. That's not a mindset question, but hey, listen, we all have these moments where, because you know, every 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 journey and every path to perfection is filled with many imperfections, right? So absolutely, we have to be willing to embrace our imperfections just as much as we are willing to embrace the things that we are great at, right? So my most embarrassing recent moment is, I invited a, a very well-respected person um, out to lunch um, to kind of um, connect connect with um, the, the invitee, let me just say that. Um, and I forgot my wallet. Oh you know? no, <laughs> so, oh my God. <laughs> when you invite someone out for lunch and you are the one that's setting the agenda, make sure you have your wallet because you have to pay for lunch. I mean, you know.
0: Marlon, are you sure you didn't leave your wallet on purpose? I don't know. Right, but that's don't that's know. the embarrassing
1: part. You know, that's the perception that I did, but it was totally a, one of those rushing out of the house moments and you just, hey, I didn't have my wallet. So I'm going to have to make up for it and then make up for it 10 times. So whenever you have a, an embarrassing moment, you have an opportunity to make it right. It's, you know, all is not lost. So... Hey, um, we had a great lunch, but I'm
2: gonna have to make up for it in somehow. Well, Marlon, no, <laughs> I, it's all right. Everyone it happens to everybody, you know. We're not all perfect. None of us are perfect. And I think uh, before we get to our second warm-up question here, something that you you said right, you know, right at the start of the episode, really stood out to me was you know, on our journey to perfection, is made up of all small imperfections, which I love that yeah. so much, and you know, I I you know, there's a quote that I, he- I hold near and dear to my heart, which is I'm not a perfect man, but I'm a progressive man where yeah. basically there's, there's no, you know, we're going to get to the end of our life and to the end of our tunnel and we're never going to reach perfection. Right. But what we strive for every day is progression, which, uh, yeah, you know, and every,
1: every moment and every experience, every interaction, every engagement, um, every new relationship is an opportunity for us to grow and to learn and to- onto this path of perfection if you can ever get to it right because no matter how old you get um or how experienced you think you are in your respective profession professional journey you're always trying to 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 get better and to learn more um mm-hmm. and to progress and to elevate and to increase who you are and what you're about so
0: 100 percent.
1: even out of those embarrassing moments <laughs> you can learn the hey man um if you have an important lunch the next day, make sure that your keys are with your wallet. or something. Like
0: that. <laughs> that's right. Or, or like my mom used to say, put your wallet in your shoe or around your shoe or something like that. That, that way you'll never forget it. But Marlon, what I want to know is what restaurant did you take your guest out to?
1: A restaurant. Oh, man, that's a great one, um, Anthony. Um, you know, I love to go to Tropical Chinese Restaurant um, off Bird oh. Road in 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 westchester right right before you go to westchester it's a great restaurant you know you can eat something light you have great dim sum and it's a great atmosphere that's a good restaurant and you know for the, for the for the and then when you when you become family i'll take you to my to my aunt's um jamaican chinese restaurant in in kendall which is um 127th and kendall drive you can get some great jamaican chinese food there that's a A nice little hole in the wall, but, you know, you can get some good conversation going there.
2: Well, count me in. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome, Well, on to our second uh, warm-up question here before we get into the meat of things is you're a lawyer. And I believe lawyers might have some misconceptions that people believe of them. So what I want to know is what is one common myth about your profession as a lawyer that simply is not true.
1: We have an answer for everything. We know everything. That's a big misconception, you know, because, you know, they believe that just because we're lawyers, that we should have an answer as to how to fix this or how to solve that. You know, part of the job of being a lawyer is really knowing where to go and find the answers. And even when you think you've found the answer, sometimes it's not the answer, right? So, you know, that's a big misconception that everyone believes that we have an answer for everything. We have an answer for every area of the law. As a business lawyer, I don't know anything about um, environmental law and, or if you're an environmental lawyer, what do you know about being an education lawyer? So there are different types of lawyers, different types of doctors, different types of realtors that are experts on prop, commercial property versus residential property. There are different types of professors in different subjects. So lawyers are the same. You can't expect a lawyer that you meet to have an immediate direct answer to a question that has nothing to do with what that lawyer has an experience, has experienced with. So one of the most important things, you know, as an entrepreneur or as someone who's developing a relationship with a lawyer, <clears throat> ask them what their scope of experience is or. Um, their experience with the knowledge related to an area of the law, rather than presuming that they know the answer to the problem that you're trying to solve.
0: And I think that mindset, Marlin, that you're, you're that you're speaking to right now, it's so important in all fields. Because I I I feel like all of us listening to this right now, all of us on this uh, podcast right now, have run into the people that think they know it all, that they can advise you on everything, that they know this, they know this, or an expert in this, and they they try to help you either from a good place or from a place of just ego. And neither one of them is really good if you really don't know what you're talking about. But I'm going to jump the gun here. I was going to ask you this a little bit later, Marlon, but this is, I think, a, a perfect segue to ask you this next question. And that is, what advice would you give someone who wants to pursue your career? Um, yeah. Someone that's right now out of high school or out of college that, hey, hey, Marlon's a cool guy. I like what he does. What he does sounds interesting. What would be your advice to that young man or young woman?
1: That's a great question, Anthony, you know, in, in, in terms of, and this goes for any career really, um, you know, we all have these dreams and passions about what we're interested in and what whatever you're pursuing in terms of your dream or your passion that's going to be in life, you you need, you need to kind of think it through in terms of, you need to have some North Star plan of what it is that you want to do, right? Because what that does Just like starting a business, it gives you a vision of the things that you need to accomplish and the things that you're going to do. And I'm not saying that we always perfectly know what it is that we want to do or we're going to do, but you you should have some sense of what it is that you want to make you happy or the thing that you want to pursue and then develop some sort of plan that includes the support system or the people that you're going to need to help you along the way right? You need to have some, you know, whenever you go into a destination of a place that you don't know, what do you do? You open up your phone. You open up the GPS map. What do you do next? You put in a what? You put in an address, right? And what what does the Android or the iPhone map does? What does it do for you? You need to go 874 highway then you need to go east on 826 and then you need to exit on and then when you reach the Hialeah everything goes to shit <laughs> <There> you lose <laughs> don't let it's go- a mess it- go back go back reroute reroute, reroute. reroute. yeah right and it yeah. takes you through Opalaka, right yeah so you got to have some sense of the direction that you're going in, even if you change exits, even if you change directions, you should end up somewhat in the same destination, if in fact that's where you want to go. Right? So, you know, I would say if you're gonna study law or you're going to start your own business or you're gonna become a um medical doctor or you're going to whatever the profession is. You need to have some personal development plan, giving you some direction, some idea of where you need to go, um, where some of the landmarks are, where some of the trouble spots may be, um, where some of the twists and turns that are a little bit foggy, right? So that you can be prepared for those twists and turns. Um, And then what that does, it it, it, it kind of gives you <clears throat> some structure as to how you're going to get to where you want to go. So I, I would say that you should develop some sort of plan and then put, put in place the, the support system of mentors or people that can give you some guidance because the worst thing that you want to do is to try, to, try to go somewhere where you have no idea where you're going. You don't want to do that. You want to even have some semblance of the direction that you're heading.
2: Wow. And and Marlon, I want to scale back here a bit because I, I want to really hear your story. And I, I really I'm really interested to know where where did that decision come from for you, right? Where what exit did you know to get off on? You know, you were born in Jamaica, raised here in the 305. At what age or at what point in your life did you say, okay? I'm supposed to exit here. I want to go to law school. I want to become a lawyer.
1: You know, Gabe, that's that's a great question. You know, um, you know, so I came here as a teenager, like many of us. Some of us come here to this country um, as young people, five years old, ten years old, teenagers, or even older. Or some of us are born here, but our parents are from another country. You know, this is a very common experience in Miami. And what ends up happening is that you run into different persons in your life. Like, uh, it could be a teacher. It could be a principal. It could be a a grumpy neighbor. Um, it could be, you know, a soccer coach, right? You know, so for me, you know, I I was always interested in, in international things and, um, learning about other languages and other countries. So I continued to do that when I was in high school and, um, you just never know who it is that you're gonna run into that's going to be that person that tells you what exit to take or not to take, right? And you gotta pay attention to these people. And sometimes they are the most they come in sometimes very unexpected, right? But but they they they, they there are no coincidences on the direction that you're going in when you meet these people. You gotta pick, you gotta. You got to really. You're, one of the mindsets, Anthony, is that you got to pay attention to these people that come you come across. You you don't you don't plan to meet them, right? But when they when you do, you got to be self aware and conscious about giving value to these people that come come in contact with on this in, on your GPS, right? So for me, it was a principal at Miami Southridge. He was very instructive on 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 providing and then I had a you know I played I played soccer in, in Kendall at Avida Football Club And my soccer coach he um, he was from El Salvador um, Senor LaDizaba, um, and he was something someone else who provided guidance and then I went to I went to I was an altar server at the Catholic Church. Um, in South Dade and, and the, the priest there, he was very instrumental in kind of just keeping you on track. And there are a number of different people that you want to come across. You know, when I was in college, it was a, a law professor. I hadn't even gone to law school yet, and I was graduating from Florida State. And then Hurricane Andrew. You and know, I'm dating myself right now, and I don't mind doing that because I think mm-hmm. it's important for you to understand that we yeah. we, we all have chapters and each decade is a chapter for you right 10 years old 20 years old 30 years old and i just celebrated my 50th and it it just it felt like yesterday you know i was getting ready finishing up um law school in 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 june and getting ready to come back home to miami and i probably was going to work at an international bank i have my degree in international business finance minor in spanish i'm going to come back to miami and Starting to make some money. And then Hurricane Andrew happens. <laughs> and then that changed, destroyed South Dade, couldn't come back home. So I said, Shoot, what am I gonna do? So there was a law professor. He was from Barbados. He was a good, good friend from another friend that I connected with. And he convinced me to stay in Tallahassee for law school. So, you know, law school wasn't necessarily in the plan, but it became part of the plan. And part of the mindset is that sometimes there are parts of your plan that we talked about that involuntarily happens, and you have to go. You have to go with the flow. When a river comes in contact with an obstacle, what does it do, Gabe? It turns and, and shapes. It, it, it forms the shape of the mountain of the obstacle that's in, in the way. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta be able to be fluid mm-hmm. and, and be ready to to keep flowing, but move, move in and around the obstacles that come in your way. And that's what happened with me for law school.
0: You're absolutely right. I mean, take a look at what happened with COVID-19. Everyone had to adapt in one way or another, or you could have not adapted, but you would have stayed behind and you would have sunk in a, in a deeper hole. So uh, adapting, I think is a word that I come out of after 2020. I mean, that, that is the word that I, that I learned because it takes you out of your comfort zone. And Gabe and I talk about this often. You have to get out of your comfort zone to be successful, right? Tallahassee, staying in Tallahassee, going to law school, wasn't out of your plans. Maybe it was outside of your comfort zone, but you adapted to it. And you stayed there and you, and you went with it. You went with the flow. And now look at you. You're a successful lawyer. You're making a change in people's lives. And it's just so important, that mindset, especially for young folks that are listening to this, to go with the flow. Go with whatever's happening. Maybe it's not part of the plan, but keep an open mind.
1: Totally agree with you. you know, I have a painting. Um, I'm in a new office. So I don't have it here with me, but it's, I always have it on my desk to remind me. Yeah. And it said, your comfort zone will kill you. Mm, yep. If you stay within your comfort zone, don't take chances on yourself. Go and explore. Um, mm. sh- you know, take advantage of learning from that imperfection, that imperfect experience. Mm-hmm. Um, um, don't, don't, don't stay within. Don't get stuck
0: mm.
1: in the challenge that you're having. Right. The, one of the most important things. That you can do to be successful at that particular chapter in your book
2: Mm -hmm.
1: is that you, you must be mindful on when you are feeling stuck or you must be mindful on when you are you know when when you're in that zone you know athletes will tell you when you're in that zone sometimes you get stuck and sometimes you're in a zone and you have to be very cognizant of which one you're in own it and then Take advantage of, of, of getting out of that comfort zone because you may think even when you're in a zone, mm. you're really not there yet mm. yeah. in wow. terms of your limits that you need to be pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. And then getting stuck in your comfort zone. you know Some, some things to us, Anthony, are very familiar. You know, the, the, the same group of friends or the same environment in which you're learning or working um it, you know we, we we get into this 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 very comfort level of what's familiar the moment that you get too comfortable you need to disrupt yourself you if you when you get too comfortable you you know that you are not going to be reaching really reaching your optimum level of success you have to be very mindful of that and we are all all guilty of getting stuck within our bubble, it could be the own the same community that you're living in. Yeah. Are you really growing and learning when you are just interacting with the same type of people?
0: The same people every day, every single day.
1: You're recycling yourself, right? You're recycling your knowledge. You're recycling your experiences. You're recycling your awareness of what's important in mm-hmm. and around the world. That's that's being in a comfort zone. Mm. It's safe. Mm. Yeah. And and when you feel when it's too safe, it may seem it may feel comfortable, but you sometimes you got to get sweaty palms. Sometimes you got to feel a little uneasy. Like it's almost like driving between Hialeah and Opalaka when the street when the street names (laughs) change and you go, "Shoot, what's going on here?" (laughs) Or you're in Coral Gables and you don't see street signs and you have to look on the ground. You know, sometimes you got to get lost to get found. Yeah.
0: Mm. Mm. That was powerful, Marlon. That that's the quote right there. And let me ask you, Marlon, I mean, you talk to anybody in the in the community in Miami Dade, everybody knows Marlin. And every everybody that I talk to says great things about Marlin and Marlin is so friendly. And I see you on Clubhouse talking it up. And, and you're just, you know, you're just a great guy, Marlon. Marlin, all around, and, and you really bring the energy into any kind of room that you walk into. And with that being said, you also are very well known. You're very well connected. You have a lot of great connections with professionals, uh, people who lead this county, who lead this country. My question then is what do you see in those professionals, whether close friends or not, but those people that you may know that a characteristic that they're lacking, that you can tell whoever's listening today, that 20 year old who's listening to you right now, what characteristic would you tell them right now that would help them if they develop it sooner, rather than later that you see is lacking in professionals right now.
1: You know, you know, Anthony, to be really honest with you, I don't view people that way. You know, I I I whenever I'm pro- approaching relationships, even when those persons, whether it's the president or a co-worker, I don't look at them for the imperfections and the negatives that they have. I believe that we all have assets, and it's important for us to recognize each other's assets, celebrate each other's assets, help each other's assets to be magnified, right? And while recognizing and acknowledging and being aware of the negatives and imperfections that people may have, but I don't, I don't dwell on people's negative traits. Um, more often than I do, acknowledging the assets that they have and and what they bring to the room and what they bring to the relationship, I think it's very important. Even when you look at our community as a whole, and you know, in recent times, this in the last week here in Miami Dade County, we've had a spate of um, violent incidents. You know, North Dade, Kendall, Homestead. We're maybe asking our quest- ourselves this question: What's going on in our community? You know. And we may think that to address and to fix that problem, our immediate reaction, Gabe, is to go try to identify what's wrong. Mm. Why aren't we approaching these problems as well in trying to find out what is right in these communities and then try try to elevate and invest in that as opposed to addressing the problem of what is wrong. So I, I'm just cha- I'm just challenging the notion that individuals and communities have negative traits that we can do better and we can improve. But what about the things that are positive that's happening in a community? What, what is it about these young men that are primarily that are drawn to gang activity? That what is it that we are not doing to help them do something that is more positive than what they're doing that's negative that's the real challenge for us it's easy to identify the negative
2: yeah yeah and and marlon it's interesting that you mentioned that because as you were speaking i was almost in my mind you know just picturing this 21st century millennial gen z whatever you want to call it and unfortunately in the generation the society that we live in today we live in this one-up mentality Right, So when you meet a person or when you're in a meeting or in a workspace, wherever you may be, you might be looking at a person and you might be thinking, what am I doing and how can I one up this person? How, what are their negatives and how can I take advantage of those negatives to make myself look superior to them? Yeah. Right? And I, I, I love that you mentioned you know, that you don't view people in that manner because it's refreshing to see, to be quite frank right? Especially in our young lives, in college, in, you know, kicking off our careers recently, we, we have begun to see this pattern in young people that we are always looking to, to one-up everyone else. And we mm-hmm. need mentors, we need leaders, influencers like yourself to, to show us, hey, look, yes, this is negative, but what is the positive out of it, right? And I think totally. that's really the, the challenge
1: it is really a challenge Gabe, you know, and, and, and social media is, is an instrument of, um, is an instrument of ego, right? So we try to one-up each other who can get more likes, and this is what's happening actually, um, among some, some of this, um, these incidences with the gang activity, it's, they're trying to one-up each other or, um, putting down each other in social media and they're retaliating to, to the embarrassment yep. of being belittled mm. and no one wants to be belittled and to be, and to be, um, embarrassed and to be, uh, humiliated publicly who wants to do that. You know, everyone yearns for love, um, support, um, um, Boosting each other, lifting each other up, and what's happening is that there's so much negative dumbing down of, of each other, then that manifests itself into negative emotions and negative actions against against um, against each other, and that and, and unfortunately, it ends up with violence, yeah. and it can end up in other in other yeah. ways too. It manifests itself into unhealthy relationships. It manifests manifests itself in um, bad um, business uh, interaction. You know that's a problem that we have mm-hmm. in our society, mm-hmm. and, and and these incidences of violence didn't just happen overnight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It it's endemic mm-hmm. as a part of our culture. In my opinion, it's a public health issue mm-hmm. because relationships are a part of public health, right? You know, we, you and I, Gabe, you, you may be from your families from a different culture. You may be a family from a different race. You may even be um, from a different religion. Um, you may be from a, a different community experience, but we long for some of the same things, you know, which is that we want to be successful. Uh, we want to be appreciated. We want to be loved. Um, we want to be supported right these are all positive things that are race neutral, gender neutral, community neutral yeah linguistically neutral yeah, right, yep, right? Yep. And, and that's part of a community mindset mm, you know yep. that, that we have to nurture it takes deliberate acts you ask me you know, how on and how are you successful in in miami dade County it does not come from me living. Within my bubble mm. and my comfort zone. Mm. If I if I if I lived in my comfort zone and I said, you know what, I'm gonna just do, I'm just gonna care about what's black, what's Jamaican, what's South Dade, and I'm not gonna do anything else. That's what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in that bubble, um, but you you have to step out of your zone in order to to share the positive things that you have to you have to give to your community
0: but Marlon, i what what happens if someone goes out of their comfort zone they go outside of the bubble they hear you today tomorrow they go out of their comfort zone and it doesn't work yeah and they try it again and it doesn't work again and they try it one more time just maybe it's something and it doesn't work again
1: what what do you tell that person well you know first you gotta first you gotta ask yourself what do you what do you define as what works, right? Who gave you this impression as to what you think is supposed to be work in order for you to, to come to the conclusion that coming out of your comfort zone did not work, right? Um, first and foremost, you have to have a mindset on, of, of taking r- risk and risks yeah. on yourself. If you, if, no, if you're not going to take a chance on you, then who else are you going to count on to take a chance on you to step out. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, how are you going to know that, that it's not working if you don't actually step out? So, so that that is the that is the big risk, right? Because the big fear is rejection. Um, someone you know doesn't return your phone call. They don't welcome you mm-hmm. as you think you're supposed to be welcome.
0: Embarrassment. Oh,
1: embarrassment. You won't know whether or not that's going to happen unless you take a chance, right? You know we're you know we're in this middle of this Miami Tech movement, and we're supposed to be about innovation and 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 hackathons and coming up with new ways to fintech and edtech and all of those things. None of those companies would get started if they decided to stay within their comfort zone they had to take a chance and not all of them are going to be successful. And even when, even when you, um, you think that you're going to be successful or you're not being successful, you, you got to go through that experience to go to, to pivot and to make a change or to double down on what you're doing um, to do better. Mm,
2: yeah. I think, I think something that you mentioned before where people, people were, were looking for this fulfillment, right? They're looking for something to satisfy them, whether that be from social media or whether that be from their friends and family, whether that be from their business, whether that be money, whatever the case is, they're looking for some sort of self-gratification, some sort of fulfillment. And at least for me, obviously, this is you know an opinion of mine and Marlon, you're more than welcome to agree with me something that i've learned over the course of my life and over the over the recent months especially is one way to find that fulfillment is almost to try to fulfill others right and in that you will receive more and and i'm quoting this straight from your your clubhouse bio and it said it says give as much and more than you receive Mm -hmm. and that that really stuck with me because i couldn't agree more with that quote and it, it really it goes to show where your mindset is, where your leadership is, where your influence is. And I applaud mm-hmm. that. And I couldn't agree more because like I mentioned over the past few years, you know, putting myself in a posture of service to others, you know, whether that benefits me or not at the end of the day, I'm the one really receiving at, at the end of it. Right. Because no we're, we're always, you know, wanting to fulfill others. We're always, you know, want to help those people. But little do you know, if you step out of your comfort zone, like you mentioned, and you do something worth doing, that you might be the one receiving more in, in the end of it. And I just wanted to, to point that out.
1: Absolutely. And, and let's, say, let's say that you, um, Anthony, and myself, we started, we started the Mindset Bank. The Mindset Bank can only give out any loans unless we have deposits. Mm. Right? So, okay. part of a successful bank is to do what? You gotta have more deposits, <laughs> meaning that each of us have a mindset bank. Right? You don't want to be in arrears in your bank. You wanna be able to, you know, you're gonna need a couple withdrawals now and then, right? So, if you are withdrawing from your bank, more than you're depositing in terms of the positive mindset things you're going to be in trouble this mindset bank is going to be in the in the red right so you got to be mindful of what it is that you are withdrawing from other people's bank and what it is that you are depositing if you are withdrawing more than you're depositing for yourself and for your different relationships you're going to be in arrears and you're going to be in so much arrears where you're going to be crossing the line of withdrawing when you're not supposed. To, you know you're not supposed to be withdrawing. That's a big problem, and we all know it. We all know it with each individual relationship. When it, when we know you have some equity in the bank, you know, I'll call Marlon, man. You know, you know, we have a good relationship. You know, we've been, you know, um, doing working on different things together you know i supported him on this or he helped me with this you kind of know when you're overdrawn you do yeah. you, <laughs> you don't you know when your bank account is overdrawn
0: yeah yeah and and marlin where
2: how
0: do you how do you change someone's mind on that how do you because what if someone for years has been more of a taker than a giver Right, they, they grew up like that. Their mom is like that. Their family is like that. They, they always like to take more than they give. How do you change someone's mind after years and years and years of the same behavior, the same mindset? What, what would be your practical advice for us right now to go ahead and try to do that?
1: It's never too late to turn it around. You got you, 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 you to have the mindset of, you know, I messed up. I, I haven't really been giving the universe as much as I haven't receiving. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start working on my side of the balance sheet. Take your time, mm. make up for it, put mm. some money aside, and and, and and you know when the balance sheet is, is, is back to equity. You need to start mm. working on doing your part of the balance sheet. And it's never too late.
2: You know, Marlon, I once heard something from one of my mentors, uh, a while back, and he said that everyone makes mistakes in life, right? That's, that's very clear, but mistakes are often a good thing. We can learn from our mistakes, but he told me when you make that same mistake twice, that's, that's when you mess up, right? Because you made that mistake once already. You should have learned from that. That's what mistakes are for. Right. And I couldn't agree. I think it goes to what you're saying about it's never too late. Right. You made that mistake once, you know, flip the switch. You can make it right. You know, and I think one, that's of, exactly one of the
1: things that is very important um, because your, your moral compass um, comes from different places. Right. It comes from you know, your parents, it comes from um, if you're, you're a person of faith. It comes from the kind of community that you has surrounded you. It comes from where you went to school. It comes from the type of things that you're reading or what you're absorbing from social media. You're, we're all influenced by, by a certain moral compass. and We, we kind of have a pretty good sense when the compass is off, right? And one of the most important mindsets that you can have is to be self-aware on when your compass is off, and when it needs recalibrating, and to be and to be conscious of the support that you need to help you recalibrate. It's, it's, it's one of the most um, important parts of growing up and maturing. Is it, is it's just knowing when you're that vulnerable that you need to make that phone call to that mentor or to that family member, and you say, you know, you know Uncle, you know, Tio, you know, Tio Roberto, um, I, I wanna to talk to you, you know, you and I talk about these things, you know, like I don't feel good about that, or, you know, I've been thinking about this problem and I don't know how to solve it. That self-awareness is a key mindset to learning and growing and not feeling that you are on your own to solve that problem or to go to that next next step self-awareness is a is an important mindset to 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 success and to leadership um because leading leading can be a, a lonely place sometimes when 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 you have to solve problems and solve challenges and people are depending on you. Um, So you gotta be very cognizant of your your compass for support and your compass to to bounce things off someone else um, in addressing not only problems, but just your next moves, your next step, right? Um, And not feel like you have to be on on your own all the time. Mm
0: You're absolutely right. I think mentors are fantastic. Like you share with us some mentors in your life that have shaped you to who, to where you are today. And Gabe and I, same situation, mentors of ours have come into our lives in the perfect times, in the perfect place. And we're here today because of them. But on the same token, it, it, at the end of the day, it's about what you believe in, what where your mindset is at, because you can have a great support system. But if you yourself aren't buying into it, then no matter how great your mentors are, I really believe that you can't go that far. So a lot of things have to be in tune. You yourself, number one, you have to be very self-aware. You have to be mentally strong, mentally there and 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 see the vision. Like we, like we talked about in the beginning, you have to have that vision of where you want to be some kind of idea. Like you said, not perfectly because things are going to change, but you have to have some kind of idea of where you want to go so that more or less you find your route and hopefully... We you don't cross Hialeah and then you know, <laughs> you know the one hits the fan, and then you get you got to go a U turn, you got to go four U turns. But um, right. Gabe, I'll kick it back to you, Gabe.
2: But yeah, Marlon, uh, we appreciate you so much, and and like Anthony mentioned about our mentors, we we count you as one of our mentors now, and you're part of the mindset family. Before we wrap up, um, we want to share, we want you to share with our listeners, and, and I have a feeling I I know what this the answer to this question might be, but we talked about so much. So this is going to be a good one. But what what mindset should our listeners leave with after listening to today's episode? With all that we talked about, you know, visualization, comfort zone, gratitude. What what mindset should they leave after listening to this episode?
1: You got you got to the mindset is first and foremost is you got to choose you. You know, you got you have to you have to invest in you um before you can pour into someone else right and what does that mean you know that means that some of the things that we've discussed you know you got to be very aware of who you are, what you're about um your core values are very important um, but you know before you can pour something out of your cup you gotta fill your cup you know and what do you fill your cup with you got to fill your cup with, um, being aware of who you are and what you're about, you know, you got to fill your cup with um, making more deposits on your relationship than withdrawals, right? You got to you got to fill your cup with um, recognizing the, the positive assets and values in others before you try to treat, you know, and address the negatives with people. Right? you got to fill your cup with all of these things so that when you now are pouring your whether you're pouring it with a mentor or you know you are now um, the mentor you know because we can be mentees and mentors at the same time you know so but your cup needs to be sufficiently full with some of the things that we talked about today right in terms yeah. of the mindset if you, if you ever want a visual on the mindset of what it is that you're doing professionally and personally. Take a look in your coffee mug. And 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 is it sufficiently full with the things that you know need to be in there? Um, you know, are you, have you have you stepped out of your comfort zone recently? Then the cup is probably empty. You know, um, have you um, gone out and supported? something in your community that has nothing to do with your community or who you're about, then you, the cup is probably mm, some dregs, you know, the coffee, you know, the the coffee dregs in the the bottom of the cup, right? So think about your cup. And if your cup is sufficiently full with some of the things that we talked about today in the mindset, then you can probably then, you know, pour into others the things that you, that you want. Um, Mm. And this is what I talk about in terms of giving and receiving. And if you keep pouring out, but not refilling it with the things that you want, the things that you need, then you're going to be in a vulnerable place, right? So let's make Mm. sure that your cup is full in terms of your mindset um, in both ways of some of the things that we we, we talked about today. Awesome.
2: No, I I couldn't have said it better myself, Martin. Thank you so much for uh for logging on today with us on the mindset podcast we're family now so i expect to have dinner with you tomorrow at the jamaican chinese restaurant on yeah, we're, gonna, kendall. We're, gonna we're
1: gonna have a we're gonna have a mindset podcast meetup at jamrock um uh, in kendall and i'll show you the my, my uncle sonny will he's a the chef there he's gonna he's gonna fix you up with some good jamaican chinese um, um treats uh, and, and and it's and it's june too and june is caribbean american heritage month so that's we've it we gotta do this before the end of june marlon
0: when when we uh when we go out to dinner when we take you out i'm gonna forget my wallet just so, just so you know <laughs> <laughs> oh martin i forgot my wallet my bad my bad the food was great i gotta i gotta go i gotta <laughs> you got me you got
1: me on that one. you got me oh that
2: man one. that was a good one no but in all seriousness marlon thank you so much for for this and and pouring into our lives and i'm you know, we, we we make sure to reciprocate this and pay this forward as much as we can and and put a mic to this. So we appreciate all that you do in our community, your influence, your advice. And this won't be the last time that you're on the Mindset Podcast. So we look forward to it. No man, Thank It was a great, great being here with
1: you guys. You know, I really enjoy what you guys are doing. And If anyone in the Mindset family would like to reach out to me, you know, certainly give me a call on my cell number, which is 305-244-4456. Or they can send me an email um, at the law firm, Ysarota, or or um, send me a DM on social media as well if they want to connect or if they're trying to solve a problem or um, they just want to get some feedback on a particular issue as they're working on their mindset, mm. uh, feel free to reach out to me.
0: Marlon, you can't leave without shouting out Clubhouse. The Clubhouse community is going to be mad at you.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know, the Clubhouse family, you know, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. There we go. Um, you know, we have the the check-in, the weekly check-in. Um, on Clubhouse for South Florida. Even if you're not here in South Florida or you're connected to South Florida, you know, we welcome you into that room. That's our little safe space where we try to share information and, and what's going on in our community. And it, it's, it's a little bit of a place where everyone gets a little taste of a GPS of somewhere, of something that's happening that they may not mm-hmm. be aware of. That's, so you know if you're not on Clubhouse, not at, whether you're an Android or iPhone, you can check, check in with us every Wednesday at um, at 7 p.m.
0: There you have it. Thank you, Marlon. Appreciate it, guys.
2: Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Mindset Podcast with Marlon Hill. Thank you for leaning into this episode. This was such an incredible time with Marlon. And Marlon is just one of those guys that he walks into a room and he demands your attention. And he sure did that on this episode. He dropped so much wisdom, so much knowledge, gave so many practical examples of different things that he went through and his experiences. I truly do hope that you take away from this episode. And if you enjoyed it, please be sure to share with your friends, your family. Leave us a rating and review. We would appreciate that so much. With that being said, Mindset out.